everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Unwind. So today I'm going to be talking a little bit more about some common mental health issues in teenagers, causes of these mental health issues, and some ways you can help reduce the effects of these issues. So like I had said in my previous episode, there are many different issues faced by different people, depending on their lifestyle and even their attitude. However, based on the research I did, I did find some of the most common mental health issues to be depression and anxiety. It has been evident that much like an illness, a buildup of smaller mental health issues can lead to one that is much larger and maybe much more risky and something that could probably end up affecting your physical health as well. Hence, which is why I'm once again saying it is essential that we always take care of our mental health from the very beginning. Now, going back to stress and anxiety, some simple causes of these include loneliness, which could be because of things like being left out from activities at school or not having a specific friend group or maybe not fitting in with the people you talk to. If these sort of things go on for a long time, they can lead to depression. Which is why if you do see someone in your school or in your class or anyone in your friend group or maybe even in your family who's being left out of things, it's probably best to go check up on them, make sure they're okay, and just let them know that they're not completely alone. Now, along with depression, loneliness can also be a cause of anxiety. And because of things like depression and anxiety, people tend to not reach out or socialize or take part in things, which only makes loneliness worse. I'm not going into much detail with the causes, but I will be talking about situations that could lead to depression or anxiety. So based on that, one of the most common causes is probably bullying. For some people, bullying may not have that big of an impact on them. They may just brush it off or they may fight back. But for some other people, it can really make them feel worthless or have no self-confidence and feel terrible about themselves. This sort of excessive bullying is probably one of the biggest reasons high schoolers or teenagers nowadays face things like depression and anxiety. Now, a little bit about anxiety. It often causes people to have a sense of uneasiness, often a lot of stress, dread, and things like that. Now, although a lot of us have probably felt nervous before any significant event, like a performance, a presentation, or a competition, but this sort of simple stage fright is not anxiety. And thinking about it like that without being sure that you actually do have anxiety will not help you overcome it. Like I had said before, the way you perceive your mental strain is very important. So if you do have anxiety, mild or not, some symptoms will be visible. So don't freak out and claim you do have anxiety before actually checking. That being said, I'm going to tell you some symptoms of anxiety. But I do suggest that if you genuinely do feel like you have anxiety, it's best to not solely go off of symptoms you see online or even symptoms you're going to hear here on this podcast. Now, symptoms of anxiety can differ from person to person. And these symptoms may come on gradually or they may just linger or pop up suddenly. Some of these symptoms do include restlessness, feeling on edge all the time, you feel like you're easily getting sick, you're unable to concentrate on simple things like schoolwork, or even physical symptoms like muscle tension or you're not able to sleep properly. Symptoms can also be withdrawal 
sounding like more of an introvert continuously when you may have been an extrovert before. Or it could be the other way around. You could have been introverted and more calm before, but now you're becoming much louder and overexpressive and desperate for attention. It's basically the overall sudden change in behavior. You may always be nervous or you may be developing something like perfectionism. But like I had just said before, if you do feel like you have anxiety but you aren't sure, it's always best to talk to someone you trust and then move on to a doctor. Before I get into how to deal with anxiety, I did want to take a short break because this was kind of an abundance of information. So I feel like a break would be refreshing. So in this very short break, I wanted to play one of the songs that I personally find most relaxing. And unlike the music therapy melodies and songs that I am going to be talking about, in fact, later on in this episode, this song isn't proven scientifically to have a positive impact on anxiety and things like that. But I do feel like some of you may like it just as much as I do, so I wanted to share it just for a minute or two. Put your Polaroids and t-shirts inside a cardboard box Now the flowers on the deck, I see that they're starting to rot And I bought a new iPhone just so I don't have to look at all the pictures Damn, I miss you And I hate the way we left things cause I see you everywhere On the highway, at the movies, my friend's stories that they share And it's pathetic Cause I'm feeling so damn small in this city Oh, do you miss me? Wonder what you're dreaming Cause I Still got this feeling So tell me Do you think, do you think about me When you're lying to fall asleep Close your eyes, tell me who you see Oh baby, have I just become a memory Do you think, do you think about that song was Memory by Mark Doner. I'm not entirely sure if I pronounced that right, but it has been one of my favorite songs. I think it's really slow and relaxing and just nice to listen to overall. Moving on to how to deal with anxiety. There are some really simple and easy things you can do for yourself. For example, maintaining a healthy diet. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to eat salad or vegetables 24-7 and you can't touch carbs or any sort of fat. It just means that you should try to include fruits or vegetables and things like that that give you energy in your diet just so you keep yourself and your body healthy and energized. Another thing which may seem kind of cliche is practicing yoga or meditation or even just getting a simple massage every week or learning some basic relaxation techniques like taking deep breaths for 10 minutes. These may seem cliche, like I said, but they do really help. They just help you regain more control of yourself so you can move forward in a better and more positive way. Similarly, stepping back from the problem that you have or what causes you anxiety may help you clear your head. It is also really important to not skip any meals. It may seem like a convenient way to lose weight or keep healthy, but in reality, it just makes you more agitated and stressed out. Another thing you should try to do is limit caffeine. 
This doesn't mean just completely stop drinking coffee, but do try to limit it because sometimes it does aggravate anxiety or trigger panic attacks. It is also very important that you try to get enough sleep because when your body is stressed, it does need additional sleep. You should also try to learn what triggers your anxiety. Is it work, family, school, or something else? Anything you can identify. Once you get a better idea of what may be causing this anxiety for you, you can know how to better avoid it or better control it. Another way is to try to focus your energy on something else when you feel yourself becoming slightly anxious. A good way to do this is to volunteer. It could be in your community or in your school or just become a part of a club or anything like that. This way, you always have something to think about. And you also create a support network for yourself. And this gives you a break from your everyday stress. Like I had just said, and as I had said in my previous episode, one of the main things that I want to focus on in this podcast is music therapy. And as a matter of fact, music therapy has been seen to be extremely helpful for anxiety. Studies have shown that patients who do listen to music while undergoing any sort of anxiety-filled situation can result in a 65% reduction on their overall anxiety levels. This is because the music played has carefully arranged harmonies, rhythms, bass lines, and things like that that helps slow down the listener's heart rate, reduce their blood pressure, and lower the levels of stress. An example of one of the most effective songs for this is a song known as Weightless by the Marconi Union. And I will just insert a short clip of this song right here and I will be linking the song in the episode description as well. just a short clipping of the song. I hope you guys found that useful and you enjoyed it. Now moving on to depression. Depression, or also known as the major depressive disorder, is a common but serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, behave, and how you act. It often causes feelings of sadness and loneliness or loss of hope, loss of interest in activities you may have once enjoyed, and it can lead to a variety of emotional and even physical problems that can decrease a person's ability to function and work, even at home, just to do simple tasks. Now, symptoms of depression must last at least two weeks 
typically in order to be properly diagnosed with depression. I strongly suggest you don't go solely by symptoms you may see online or you may have heard on this podcast. If you do think you have depression after listening to these symptoms, I definitely suggest you talk to someone and then visit a doctor. Some of the most common symptoms of depression are sobbing, just for no reason at all, just out of the blue, and frustration or feelings of anger even over the smallest of things, feeling hopeless or empty, or very irritable or always in an annoyed mood, and then obviously there's the loss of interest in activities you may have really enjoyed before, conflict, ongoing continuous conflict with family and friends, low self-esteem, feelings of worthlessness or constant guilt even though you may not have done anything wrong. And finally, you may have a lot of trouble thinking, concentrating, or just making decisions and remembering things. Which is why it's so important you be aware of these symptoms not only for yourself, but even for your friends and family so you can help them if they need it. Now, in high school students especially, like I said before, things like being left out, being bullied, hurt physically, and even being put down by not only your peers, but by teachers, can lead to depression. Now, coming to some ways we can cope with depression. One of the best ways, like I've said before, is always talking to people, letting them know how you feel. But this is quite difficult for the people who do suffer from depression. On your own, it may be really difficult to maintain a healthy perspective and a positive attitude that you need to try to overcome or at least cope with depression. But at the same time, the very nature of depression is such that it makes it so difficult for us to reach out and actually ask for help. When you do have depression or when you are depressed, your tendency is to withdraw and just isolate yourself so that connecting to even your close friends and family members can be really tough. But regardless, it is really important to just try to reach out or if someone does ask you if you do need help, don't shy away or don't deny it. Always try to look for support from people who make you feel safe and care for it. And always try to stay connected. Like I said, do not isolate yourself. You can even do this just by having lunch or a simple coffee with a friend. Or you can ask a loved one or a friend to just check in with you regularly if you don't want to reach out yourself. And if you don't want to go physically meet someone, there's always an option to call or email or even just text an old friend, go for a short walk, maybe meet new people, like I said, by joining a new club. Even though all this socializing may be hard for a person who does suffer from depression, it's important that we do try to take these baby steps. And once you do this, you may be surprised at how much better you feel. Even if your depression or your feelings of sadness don't lift immediately, you gradually start to feel more upbeat and energetic as you make more time for fun activities. You can even try picking up a former hobby or a sport you used to like. Try expressing yourself creatively through music, art, or writing. Try new things. But once again, depression isn't something that you can get rid of overnight, but it can be dealt with and coped with slowly. And one of the most important factors in this is not only socializing, meeting new people, and staying connected, but is also having a good support group, which is why we should always look out for all of our friends and family. That concludes today's episode. I hope you guys found it useful, informative, and I will be linking some information on stress and anxiety below. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. (laughs) 